Hi, welcome to Bangalore Bits. Hello, Subhu. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Finally, the rains have started and Bangalore is, I mean, it's cooling <laughs> down. So after one week of bitching. <laughs> yeah, I think it, finally I think we got our at least to some level the temperature back. Yeah, I think I mean it's it's pretty much just like I I can even feel the chillness. Yeah, morning is pretty yeah. chill, yeah. so that's very good. So, uh, so what are we talking today? Uh, the Uh, Computex 2016. Okay, that's the event uh, which happens every year. Yeah, I I, I was never uh, tracking okay. this actually. So, you want to talk about what is this event and? Uh, so I mean, this is when PC industry was in its prime. Basically, it is uh, more of a showcase for uh, more more okay. or less all the Asian manufacturers, uh, based out of Singapore, Taiwan, uh, China. All these guys, they basically just showcase their ability and stuff like that. and at the same time uh, this is one of the primary hardware events in asia so after ces it is like okay. kind of so i mean like uh, when it's been its prime it was always computers now it has become more into vr wearables mobility yeah obviously right so yeah so even even desktop side yeah right. it's not i mean even though it, desktop is more becoming more and more commodity so uh, there is not much of action which is happening there Though Intel gave a little bit of announcement about their next generation processor, which we'll discuss a little bit later. So the whole idea of the show is basically to just to, uh, I mean, it's just more to engage all the OEMs and then component manufacturers and fabricators in Asian spe- Asia specific region and then stuff like that. Okay, so uh, the. Um The first one you want to talk about was obviously ARM. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, we, the whole broader prospect as a VR, we take it as correct. So, and uh, so looks like there is quite a bit of buzz around VR, and yeah. every other now these days, uh, even the the phone launches are right. coupled with VR headsets, like we right. have seen in with Samsung uh, S7. Now I think Xiaomi uh, or I think Xiaomi is launching their next device. Okay. Um, and that's also going to be coupled with the VR. Right. So, what is ARM doing in this space? So, I mean, like, uh, if you look at it, the the only interesting hardware area which we are seeing the development is on the VR side. Uh, so, VR, uh, I mean, two parallel development is happening. One is on the the headset, and then which is on the desktop side. On close Rift is driving one end, and the other end is on the mobility side, which is most primarily driven via software and stuff like that. So what Arm has announced basically is that um, I mean more or less it has been last about couple of iterations for Arm. So Arm has been it is only about performance tweaking and adding more core to the, uh, the processor and stuff like that. So right. they are missing a kind of a theme there. So Arm is trying to do basically add a theme around the, uh, uh, around their Cortex A73 and Mali G71 as VR as their primary selling. So basically. Uh, the Mali G seventy one is their next gen uh, graphics adapt. I mean graphics processor which is coming in along with the Cortex A seventy three. So which is I mean have, it's just like a big upgrade from the current uh, generation of graphic processor which can drive four uh, K monitor in hundred twenty giga. I mean megahertz frequency and stuff like that. So so that is uh, yeah. is going to go into a phone. Correct. Yeah, that will be going into. It could go into any device, but primarily market would be for a phone. Yeah. So this is for uh, headsets where you just sla- snap in your phone. your handsets, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Phone into the VR headset. VR right? headset, which 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 the headset will have primarily a controller and Correct, a yeah. gesture mechanism and stuff like that. So 
this is nothing to do with the unclosed rift uh, what is happening on the desktop side this is like primarily driven on mobility side actually on the right right, right. Uh, the mobile not the unclosed the mobile vr side okay. apart so uh, looks like it is already uh, been licensed out by many yeah uh, about 10 Yeah, 10 OEMs or just like MediaTek, uh, all these. I mean, they are either processor makers, yeah, um, or semiconductor companies. companies yeah, so, yeah. so I mean, even though when they license it from uh, from ARM, then they will be having their own internal testing, integrating with other components and stuff like that will be there. So we are not going to see that immediately, but next year. maybe next year or mid of next year or something but for arm there needs to be a story which is consistently drive yeah, yeah, yeah. within desktop and mobile so which will vr will be the that cohesive story which is right and looks like anyway the uh, kind of op- improvements we are seeing on handsets is slowly dying down yeah i mean uh, in terms of features are dying down basically they are just maturing and then there's not much excitement we are seeing there correct yeah, yeah. and one is pushing the graphics envelope to the next level and then adding a vr ability should uh, i mean bump, give that bump for uh, for the sexiness of the mobile devices actually okay so talking about vr uh, htc which is a company in trouble uh, <laughs> and uh, i mean they have i think uh, they were doing pretty well i think whatever happened uh, they are now into vr space now uh uh-huh. but they are still making some good phones uh, it's a pretty good uh, phenomenally i mean i rate them very high in terms of probably i've seen very few companies outside us who are very good at design correct yeah uh, they are exceptionally good at design but for whatever reason they are not able to make a flagship correct, yeah. flagship phones actually so their uh, why you headset uh, has been uh, around for some time i guess yeah i mean uh, the, I, so vive is like again it's like very similar to onclose rift so Oculus. I mean, it is based on Oculus, or no? Um, so I think the way Oculus is, is like similar to ARM, where uh, the, the independent the VR technology is yeah, something everybody so, is licensing. Yeah, right? right. So where you will be able to add your own. Uh, like the C- Samsung VR is based on Oculus. Yes. Right. Okay. Yeah. So I so what the interesting story here is that uh, the um, there is a company which is called uh, Holidia. Okay. which is a fitness based company so i mean what Follow we are seeing here, here we are on i mean at least in this uh, event the primary use cases what vr is driving is basically gaming uh, and then there are a lot of fitness equipments and then wha- how they are looking at basically is that how are we going to integrate the vr technology into say indoor gym uh, gymnasium equipments where even though you are just rowing in a normal uh, gym sitting in a normal rowboat and gym and if you are wearing an uh, uh, HTC Vive or any other VR gear you should be able to start a game and then change the okay. scenery to uh, where you are you are rowing as if you are in a seashore or a right, right, or right. a Thames or whatever you want to change so it's like to just make the indoor gymming experience is kind of more exciting and stuff right. like that so i mean more or less but uh, <laughs> like say even if i am roaming it's uh-huh. not going to simulate the environment there right? let's say if i am on a river no, roaming right. you get that natural feeling of swing and bounce based on the water and all that yeah, I, this is a very interesting area if, but uh, this is mostly is like looking at a tv and uh, thinking that i am actually I'm, i mean Uh, rowing in in a river on a river right? uh-huh. but that will be the starting point because okay. later on you can keep on adding the uh, the the hard, additional hardware for the hydraulics 
yeah, yeah. so that will be interesting yeah so i mean the vr is like that is such an interesting area where it can be extended very well so but we so don't know whether this uh, whole thing let's say if i want to this rowing thing uh, uh-huh. seem, i mean we don't have these kind of machines in india i have not seen Do no no we don't have i mean i have not seen this is probably the first startup and which is like uh, it's, it's at, at this point it could be exorbitantly expensive in, uh, <laughs> to be frank in the house of cards uh, series uh-huh. Uh, where Kevin Spacey actually Oh the rowing machine is it? Yeah. The rowing machines are there in most of the gyms actually. Oh is it? Yeah, yeah we have. With the, which is with with water based, right? With, there is actually water in that. No, no, no. Uh, so it is uh, we just have a bench where you just row actually. Oh that's just a belt, right? Yeah. No, this is the one I see uh, in House of Cards. Okay. This actually is, is actually a uh, I mean you still pull a belt or sort of thing. Right. But the blade which is running inside it that is actually inside a water. Oh, right? okay. So it has that feeling of oh i I, d- i don't know actually but we have this rowing machine in most of the gyms but i don't know yeah. whether you have water inside that which i'm not sure actually okay now uh, what i was coming to is how strenuous it will be uh-huh. let's say if i want to do like a one hour workout yeah and putting this damn thing on your head right <laughs> uh, that itself will not create a sort of a fatigue uh, <laughs> it may actually but na but if you look at it the other way around it is like uh, when uh, when when people started wearing headphones and then they started working out or running right. and there always there is this uh, adoption hiccup will be there always because the but once you start using it more and more and if you are feeling that experience of having having an ability to row somewhere outside instead of having a gym and then though you are inside a gym and then you feel like you are rowing in thames mm-hmm. or something Uh, if it could it give you an interesting experience in terms of right, like a yeah. little bit of travel and other things it should be a little bit entertaining and should make you forget that part of it actually right right, right. and so i mean, I mean it's like looking at a tv <coughs> and jogging on a treadmill right very similar yeah but but the tv you have a distraction where you just you have you are not immersed into it oh. uh, where here you are <laughs> like immersed into it. yeah i mean uh, on a rowing thing i kind of probably see a value because you are sitting on it and probably yeah you have to just stare at somebody it's not much of a safety thing but if yeah. you are let's say running on a treadmill and wearing this thing oh. it, it you can lead into <laughs> something unwanted correct when yeah. you don't know where you are running and then you slip off the treadmill which <laughs> right. can be very deadly sometimes yeah right yeah right. but there are some use cases like which are like sitting and uh, doing some cycling or something in a gym which is where indoors you are doing but like, i think the the whole thing is again uh, this is again maybe there has to be a sort of an app ecosystem for vr itself correct um, like how apps actually empower the smartphone uh-huh. uh, is do you see that sort of a trend catching in in terms of either it could be content or it could be apps could be games uh, what do you feel about that ecosystem because the more and more it's said so there are like these headsets which now i think uh, you can buy but what do you do with that right right so i mean the, the the apps ecosystem will evolve as the hardware evolves uh, but right now i mean like we saw google io where uh, google is adding in a youtube section which is containing all so uh, this is not yeah. like a cash tornado sort of thing because when iphone launched uh-huh. um, i think immediately they followed up with the app ecosystem right and right. that okay. really set the I mean platform the, for the platform yeah i i think like after the mobility uh, the only software the way we are going to move forward is app ecosystem there is everybody is going to go in that direction whichever technology is going to come actually right so i mean which is without a question but uh, what's your overall uh, i mean 
your gut feel on this thing because i still feel this is i mean immersive and all that is fine mm-hmm. but it is not like that you are going to use all the time correct yeah it may not, not be even used to the extent what you are watching tv this even if you like say do 30 minutes a day it will be quite handful to do i think sitting and <laughs> doing whatever <laughs> putting it on your head you have to have that sort of a very private space to do that right right uh-huh. yeah, i mean i don't know I still have reservations around this. No, I mean like reservations I, if you ask me I have so many things I have because if you are a family of five people and and uh, buying five headsets will be exorbitantly expensive. Right. And uh, when you are wearing and you have a kid he is not going to let you wear 45 minutes and enjoy. Right, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so the, the those are there uh, but uh, I mean as a hardware uh, very preliminary state if you look right. at it. And I mean, it can give birth to many use cases basically yeah right and right now they are just basically looking at adding how do we add this mm-hmm. to the stationary things and stuff like that so so there was also one more which is uh, the bo- bodily yeah right. um, so i just want to give a little heads up on this so the swiss nux chapter in india was basically around march or april they did uh, the same exact uh, a, a startup came to india Okay. And I had an opportunity to visit the demo and experience Budley. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, which I felt I mean like I was having an amazing time there uh, uh-huh. where the Budley is like as you asked like whether will you get something like in a roving experience. So, the Budley has all the other hydraulics built where uh-huh. you have like a feather and there is a fan in front of your uh, headset which gives you a flying speed right, experience right, 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 basically. Right. So, it gives you all that kind of hydraulics. So, So Birdly was using Onclus Rift and then they are moved out of Onclus Rift and then moving into HTC Vive. So that was the demo what was happening competitive okay. section. So I mean So this you really hang, right? Are you hanging on a No, you are not hanging, you are basically on a on a kind of a board. Oh, okay. you just lay on the board and you have two wings which are like basically the fins which mm-hmm. they call and then you have a fan which is right in front of your head and you wear a, a goggles. I mean like not a goggles you wear a headset a VR headset so the fan gives you that headwind sort of thing. headwind yeah based on but are you able to experience it with this thing on your head <laughs> i don't know i mean i am saying with i have not experienced okay. i'm really scared because oh, no, i know you should have visited the event which was yeah. really good actually okay. i mean but th- this is like these are specific experiences people are trying to c- create with the vr correct correct and these are like going to be very expensive super expensive hardware because there are so much of hydraulics right, are built right, in right. so if i, no, I think it will maybe a very good entertainment sort of a thing especially in a sort of a theme park right yeah um, i i see this coming in theme park very soon uh-huh. um, because i had a very good experience uh, in the universal studios and i visited singapore last okay. month uh-huh. uh, i went to this transformers ride Uh, it was a virtual reality but not like you are wearing wearing okay. something uh, uh, but they simulated the whole thing you are yeah. sitting on a thing and uh, hydraulics and stuff uh, hydraulics even f- fire water right. so many things <laughs> were there it was amazing actually we did like multiple times because it was uh-huh. so so very good actually <laughs> so but the problem there is is like fixed right your experiences are fixed in in this vr what you can do here is that you can change that the app is. and then the experience can keep changing so that is something which is like B- better than the fixed no, I feel I think uh, if you are coupling with the actual real setting in yeah. terms of hydraulics and where you move yeah. then that will not give you a sort of a fatigue because you are actually experiencing it exactly right. rather than you sitting and then something moving in front of your eye right. and that close yeah 
no i i the people who have got that kind of uh, problem with the moving Motion images yeah. yeah so then you will i, I have think, a problem yeah. yeah so you you may not be very comfortable okay. with that is what i still feel but overall the vr platform is moving ahead and very fast both right. on desktop as well on mobility and once arm started launching the a73 then it should become much more uh, much more mainstream adoption and stuff like that so okay so switching on to different sort of a wearable i mean we can <laughs> see we can even call vr as a wearable right so <laughs> i believe so uh, so uh, this is about the all the i mean the wearable devices you see it could be a watch or yeah any of those other devices where you can use it for locking and locking cars car doors or yeah. uh, i mean your doors at home so uh, there so what what is what is update on the qualcomm um, Yeah. Okay. So the uh, the Qualcomm uh, initially came with the 1100 chipset, which was most of the uh, Android Wear uh, watches were using it. So the first generation uh, watches were primarily using the uh, the Snapdragon 400 series. Right. So the what the Snapdragon 400 series was giving us, it's more driven via by pairing it with your uh, smartphone and stuff like right. that. it was not having its own radio where it should be able to communicate with uh, outside and stuff like that. so what snapdragon has done is basically they have added this uh, new soc which is 2100 which the so which they have, they have two set of devices which they have added a uh, two set of processor they have put as an soc so one is uh, which has the 802.11 wifi and bt antenna built in which is which is called a tethered th- model and the other one which is basically comes with the connected model called which is with the LTE modem built okay. in that so what it allows the manufacturers do is that they can come out with hardware which can basically do a streaming music or taking calls uh, okay. and stuff like that without pairing any phone so right. when you are having an independent device where you want to go for a right, workout right, right. or right. run or something where you can have assisted gp i mean you when you you can have a gps streaming music and uh, taking calls are your primary use cases you don't right. need to carry so this is this something uh, you did you see the where uh, the pebbles uh, what they call pebble core i believe uh, this is a small button shaped okay. device which you can uh-huh. wear on your clothing or on your belt or whenever jogging it's primarily a device while you are okay jogging actually I I don't know what chips are, I mean what we, I, I don't I don't know I, I don't think that details are shared uh-huh. because they just started a Kickstarter campaign <laughs> and the campaign seems to be doing really well okay and uh, they have this capability already talked about ah right okay. so it has a G- GPS inbuilt right so it means you need not carry a phone phone yeah right uh, it also has Spotify inbuilt right okay for yeah. uh, wireless streaming so which means an LTE chipset is on board so yeah, right. you can do wireless streaming or you could probably at home you can sing some music and go also We i don't, don't know i mean, I, mean uh, i i didn't go through this yeah, right. introduction video it, it looks like then obviously even you can even use it for taking notes that okay. was pretty interesting so, so voice memo kind of right yeah. so when you are like say running you have some thought suddenly right. coming in you can just talk to it so i i don't know about what the hardware they are using but uh, this uh, chipset is primarily will be the one which is pow- which is going to power the upcoming uh, all the android where we were which we were discussing about the last uh, week okay. google io and stuff like that so these has the independent ability which has got the lte modem which is built mm-hmm. in with it so and and the, these use cases are pretty vital because one of the things which is basically stopping me buying this is that the current generation of smart watches are only the notification thing 
right yeah so which is what stopping me buying that so if you can give me a watch where i can take which has a strava app and a music up, music app uh, and then i can get a call i would love to buy that so that there are some specific use cases where i can use that actually okay did samsung not try that they did have a phone they have one. their own os which they tried a little bit uh, that i think i mean there are mixed uh, kind of uh, the, the i mean the, the the issue is essentially the the size of it right if it becomes too big uh it also has i think looks like uh, power saving is another uh, i mean the, the snapdragon thing is right yeah right. Uh, and it also it shouldn't heat up yeah. cuz you don't want to wear a wearable and then you have something streaming yeah. and you you're just going super warm <laughs> <laughs> right so so i think yeah this is definitely interesting because i feel uh, this is uh, the whole wearable thing is getting more onto the fitness side right so i it is they haven't figured out any other use case yeah um, i mean we'll talk about another one which is more on the uh, i think the the oh. microsoft announcement oh right okay okay so uh, the qualcomm uh, this is a new processor which is the 2100 which we had talked about so that is going to be the one which is going to basically power most of the next generation smart smart watches and uh, if somebody makes a good watch which can basically stream or have a offline music right. store capability with the maps and strava app then i am ready to pay money for that <laughs> right. now you should look at this pebble core <laughs> right. uh, because uh, it was interesting okay i don't know how well they will execute it right. um, but i think they have integration <laughs> with strava and other things right. okay. uh, and they did show on the video so we have to see and it was in a very expensive um, right. device right. also okay the only thing is it may not work in india because we don't have spotify so Spot- yeah right um, so you really cannot use it for music but as a gps um, I mean to track your runs <laughs> maybe <laughs> but I am more or less locked in Apple environment because of Apple music so oh, yeah. I, I mean have, yeah. I have to wait for a device which comes from Apple that's not going to happen I don't think which Apple is, is affordable <laughs> and then which can run independently <laughs> so maybe Apple will announce on WWDC so we don't know if they do then let's see but because of the music I'm just locked down on that environment right now So what is this uh, story about uh, Microsoft's All right okay so Microsoft has this new ability called Hello which wherein you just basically uh, their unlocking feature of uh, desktop basically um, not using password and stuff like that so where you should be able to show your face or uh, wave or draw some picture on that as a password uh, stuff okay. like that so that they are basically um, clubbed all that together and converted into a separate framework and then so that the third party devs and uh, hardware right, manufacturer right, right. will be able to take those and then use their build peripherals which they'll be able to unlock mm-hmm. the device and stuff like that so what they have done here is the windows hello companion device framework is the name so what they have done basically they have outs- i mean they basically make that as a complete framework so even their own band can use it and then unlock right, the device right. so if you are buying today uh, microsoft band and then you go near your pc and clap couple of times then it should basically unlock you unlock by clapping yeah uh, by <laughs> gesture or clapping clapping yeah. seriously yeah seriously <laughs> how how does it recognize that you are the one who are clapping yeah that it doesn't know okay so i mean uh, there are there are different I mean, that's like a typical problem with facial thing right you can just show i can show your photo and unlock your machine <laughs> <laughs> right 
so but i think the way you have to look at is that for enterprise you have another option where there is a biometric device you can connect yeah, right, which yeah. can do that if you are at home and then you are the only primary user and you have a band in your hand you can just go unlock the possibility of having somebody at your home right. with your this is just a next generation because microsoft always was supporting the smart card based yeah uh, all that is there for many years yeah, right? yeah. So they, they continue to exist those dell i mean i have seen dell uh, laptops you have a small a smart card biometric they always used yeah. to have those right. so these are like an additional thing like wherein the additional mm-hmm. use cases like if you have a companion phone which is paired with the bluetooth right and then you are in your proximity to that device which can automatically unlock but wherein there is no guarantee that you are the one who is carrying the phone but if this is something like you are at home and then you are the only person who is using not to confuse with the enterprise i mean it is probably a very good device for a second factor it does support second factor on top so okay <laughs> yeah that that's that's definitely interesting yeah so this is something so what they have done basically they just made sure that that whole thing is earlier it was only available to microsoft where you can draw pictures and stuff like that so now it is available as a separate independent sdk so any manufacturer will be able to or the nfc like what you're seeing the samsung uh nfc uh, right. readers which are there so you should be able to think of all kinds of things so it will be it tell you can see like say uh, devices coming like what the ub key uh, yeah any the all kinds of devices you can think of identity cards you can have specific identity cards coming mm. with the built in unlock nfc features and stuff like that so you can see all kinds of stuff coming in uh, if if this is if this becomes successful or enterprise adopts windows 10 we don't know that <laughs> okay yeah right so moving on uh, from here the other biggest announcement i would say would be the intel's announcement which is the new uh, broadwell chipset which they announced right, right. so that seems to be really expensive niche chipset yeah maybe only for few limited use cases right what's your take yeah i mean so i think the 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 cramping of uh, transistors inside a chipset has moved on to the cores now so uh, each the arm race is now between processor manufacturers like right. how many cores we can go on desktop is what they are looking at so this is like an uh, what you're seeing the broadwell e is an uh, upgrade of uh, their hashwell e series hmm. so which is like the real i think they have basically the i7 and i5 what you have is a four quad core processors what you have in market and uh, whether once the uh, the the new broadwell start coming in you will be able to see the six core and eight core and the flagship 10 core processor right. in the yeah. market so the 10 crores really crazy at this point of time is going to cost you about 2000 dollars just for the processor but just for the <laughs> processor and it's going to have six usb 3 ports and eight uh, pci slots and 10 sata 3 ports and oh. a gigabit uh, ethernet card and then 20 25 mb of uh, cache memory uh, i mean the l3 cache so is it focused i think uh, looking at it it may be focused for the uh, gaming industry or it could be for maybe machine learning sort of use cases machine learning i don't know because having multiple core will it help machine learning i don't know i'm not really sure gaming also i'm not sure really how this helps gaming because the, there is a gpu race going on and more and more gaming online gaming companies are adopting server and infrastructure if you look at xbox i mean the microsoft or any other right. uh, the e3 or all those guys because they uh, they want to have give you a best experience of playing games in the low powered 
gaming consoles on par uh, with two pc basically right so they are beefing up their server side on the side so i don't know exactly uh, i'm whether a normal gamer will be able to even differentiate between a 10 core and 6 core uh, performances i don't know because i have not experienced it mm-hmm. because it is extremely difficult for me to experience the difference in between i7 and i5 gaming experience right, right. because it's like uh, Uh, it's like it, it i mean there are so many things goes these days behind the scenes uh, if if you are like company like e3 who develop call of duty or company like microsoft there are so much server and stuff they beef up so much on the right. to enhance the game so i uh, for me this could be a big use case when you start seeing the 4k 8k monitors right where you want to watch such a bigger uh, Right. Uh, uh, the content which is on 4K and 8K on your day-to-day life, and if you want to start rendering images, rendering videos for 4K, 8K would be the primary. Right. These are these are again still very early stages. It's right? very very early stage, and I there is not much 4K content around this right now. But right, yeah. so as you get, then you might be able to see them. But I mean, to produce that, you need some high-end desktops to be sitting there. So Correct. I mean, whatever history says, the top end always trickle downs to the lower affordable ranges. So. I won't be surprised in 5 years we see a 10 core desktop basically. <laughs> yeah, possible but yeah. <laughs> At this point of time it's crazily expensive. And uh, if this is the direction Intel is moving and then then I don't know we, we may even get 20 core 20 core as a desktop <laughs> on the server and 10 core desktops on the client. And what do you do with it? What you do? <laughs> Watch 4K YouTube content. I think the desktop use is pretty much. I mean, unless you are not in programming, if you look at uh, yeah. typical use in family, I think they are pretty much on the internet. Right. right. Yeah. Um, I don't know whether they will use that. I have not seen where they use it as a gaming thing. Uh, uh, there are very less niche people who do that, and uh, there are normal, even some. I mean, even if there are some very good gamers who move to the consoles, basically. I mean, because. because affordability yeah. and new titles availability and right. stuff like that so and it's also much more convenient convenient only the lan party folks are still on the pc rig basically like, which are like extremely you wanted you want to have your own server play against each other inside your house right. and stuff like only that group is still in the right. on the pc gaming industry the rest all have moved on so i mean that is extremely small market at this point of time Correct, yeah. even there are not much of gaming titles who support that server infrastructure and stuff like that very very small titles who come these days right. if you want to put so your it, own it probably looks like they uh, don't have much game in the whole i don't do they are they playing is intel playing in the vr side of it no uh i mean like th- that will be like uh, they will be ba- so they give a pci slot 3.0 so you can oh. put anything on that so which could be a vr or a more powerful so maybe GTA. it could be uh, let's say for a desktop based vr thing right yeah but uh, more cores will it help i don't it should help uh, i mean pa- i mean theoretically uh but uh, what how how, mu- how much you need is something which is what is very difficult to because do. what oculus said is they said they don't support mac because mac is not powerful enough uh, that's what they say and that depends on the model they are looking at because right. the, the, there are some models come with gpu mm-hmm. it is very on, on the on the mac i think there are so many moving parts which which model and stuff yeah. like that okay so that looks like a summary right anything else you want to talk about computex um i mean the, the show 
uh, there are quite a bit of other things were there wherein you had a little bit of uh, coverage of little bit of robo some toy uh, right. ai machines right. and stuff like that which i don't think they are mainstream at this point of time we shouldn't be getting into that right okay. now so uh, and there are quite a bit of uh, uh, dell launched some um laptop laptop was last and i don't think we will get into all that right. so that right. uh but i think next week you're uh, going to talk about the code conference right uh yeah we we have quite a bit of stuff which is lined up code but i i felt i think some of the uh, trends there at least uh, uh, what i listened to some of the uh, videos uh-huh. there are some interesting stuff which we can quickly touch upon yeah yeah i mean the, um, there's so much stuff we can lined up code conference is there wwdc right. we can do one pre wwdc and put our predictions what is what we are going to say i think so. we should do i think yeah let's probably uh, we'll see if we can do both of it next week yeah sure and there is also e3 is going to happen next week so uh, we might see some very good gaming titles and stuff like that so i am not into big of a game so it, it it's going to be a monologue i guess so <laughs> okay <laughs> i never been in the gaming so so i, I really don't yeah, know much right so i'm currently in a mood to buy ps4 so let's okay. after a long time and the my upgrade is due so okay uh, let's so see i have an xbox 360 with with the connect I don't know what to do with that. So, uh, <laughs> I because I am not interested in games right. at all. Uh, so, this is mostly my kids play sometimes the kind of games. Okay. And yeah, that's that's my gaming. So <laughs> <laughs> so we we will have some quite a bit of stuff interesting stuff coming up E3 pre WWDC and code conference everything you can just go. Probably we want to cover more special shows or something we'll just do a little bit of one midweek or something and then we'll do that. All right that's about it there's nothing much from my side that's it okay we'll talk next week bye yep bye